Hey, you. Yeah, you. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it. Because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? Welcome, if you're new, welcome back. If you're not, we jump right into things. I'm getting right into my complaint of the week because for those of y'all that don't know, obviously it's Monday. We all got something to complain about. My complaint of the week is how hard it has been to find a place to live at the next place we're going. Y'all, I don't know if any of y'all that are listening are into like the market and real estate and all of that because, boy, it is hard out there just to find somewhere to lay your head. Like, for real, for real, it is terrible out there. However, on the contrary, my highlight of the week is that I was able to take a nice, quick little weekend trip and take Davy to see Milan for the first time. As much as we would love to travel outside of Italy right now, COVID just made shit mad complicated. Like, you gotta pay to take COVID tests. Like, it's a hassle. So, I'm good with just hitting all the major spots in Italy until then. And it was cool to be able to take pictures of him there and, you know, I'll be able to show him these later on in life and be like, look, this is you at one in Milan. Unimpressed as hell, like, y'all, he was not feeling it. He Nothing impressed him. Now, my complaint of the week kind of rolls into the topic we're going to talk about. Before we get into that, y'all already know we got to get into the Fendi fact of the day. According to a study done by Acorn, buying a home is a lifelong dream for many Americans, but the traditional 20% down payment is the biggest barrier standing in their way. More than half of millennials in a new poll said saving up for that initial deposit is the number one reason they haven't closed the deal yet. Now, let's get into it. We're going to be talking about real estate because I feel like it's something that I learned absolutely positively nothing about until I was an adult. And when I say an adult, I mean like a couple months ago. <laughs> like for real, for real, I wasn't taught anything about real estate. Anything I know about real estate, I like I... I learn from my parents now because I ask questions, but I basically taught myself. And it's just, it's one of those things, it's like stocks. Like why we hear that they are good ways to make money, but no one really knows how to do it. And it's like the people that do is like, I don't know, like, I don't know. People don't be wanting to ask. I, I don't know. And it just got me thinking like, why does the thought of buying a house seem so unattainable? To most people in brown and black communities. Now, disclaimer, my opinion is probably going to be biased, obviously, because I'm from a big city like New York. And it's 
But if you find somebody that owns a house, like, more power to you because it's no secret that prices in New York are sky high. So coming from somebody that's lived in apartments and in houses, like, I always knew I wanted a house. Like, obviously, everybody wants a house, right? Everybody wants to own a house, right? But like, I like when I was living in apartments with my parents, like, I didn't. I didn't know how I would get one. I didn't know my parents would get houses, but they did. And then it's like, oh, okay. Like, okay. So obviously I could get a house when I get older, right? But I never knew how. Never knew what I needed, like what it required. like. And I never really asked my parents, but then at the same time, they never really told me. I don't know. I think it was one of those things that they just kind of learned along the way and winged it. It was just like, oh, okay, well, you know, that is she smart. She'll wing it too, like, and that's what I did. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, I know out of all of my friends, I'm not the only person that was never taught about real estate. Like, we know, all right, obviously you want to own a home, you want to have some property, but nobody really knows in my age group how to go about it. And that's aside from the fact of us being military. Like, the, honestly, I feel like the only reason that, Learning about real estate, trying to buy a property. The only reason that's even a topic for us is because of the military, which we're very grateful for. But at the same time, it makes you step back and be like, but wait, if it wasn't for the military, would we have learned any of this? Like, why? Why is this information? Like, and you know what's crazy? Let me not. Because the information is out there. It's just, it seems like the valuable information, the real estate, the stocks, that stuff is hidden. You got to go digging and finding it. It's like look like looking for a pot of gold, like for real, for real. They teach us Pythagorean theorem in school, but not how to buy a house. Like you lucky if you got home economics and they still teaching you how to write a resume and how to cook, but like and I feel like in the brown and the black communities, like I just don't understand why is there such a huge emphasis on renting. Like when you sit and when you learn and when you do your research and you find out that you Yes, buying a house, like like the Fendi Facts said, like a lot of people say they don't buy a house because of the initial 20% down payment. But you, uh, you don't, if you don't know, you don't have to pay 20%. It depends on the type of loan that you get. Like there are VA loans, which are, aren't technically loans, but that's a little too high tech. Uh, there's FHA loans, there's conventional loans, like there's other different types of loans. If you do your research, there are... First-time homebuyer grants, where they, the government will literally give you free money towards your closing costs and towards your down payment to help you get your house. Like There are things out there. It's like scholarships. Like the money out there, you just got to go find it. Like Literally, that's literally how it is to buy a house, especially when you don't know what you're doing. You just have to do a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of research. Honestly, even when you're just renting. But then it's like when you open your mind and you finally find out, what it takes, like, all right, yeah, buying a house costs a down payment, but so does signing a lease. You need first, last, sometimes the security department. Like, you you still need money to move in regardless. Buying a house may just automatically, you assume it's going to cost more, but not necessarily. Not if you do your homework. Not if you get some grants. You know, not if you pay your cards, right? And then on top of that, your mortgage every month will still be cheaper than what you would pay in rent. And you actually start building equity in your property. Equity is the difference between the property's current value and what you all want it. So as long as you keep your property up to par, 
the more you pay down on the loan, the more of the home you own. You get what I'm saying? It's just things like that that I had to teach myself that I don't understand why those resources aren't out there. Like, why did I have to go searching for that information? That is the type that is the type of information that I feel builds generational wealth and financial freedom for generations and generations to come. So many of us are conditioned to think that ownership is so unattainable. Like we get complacent, we settle. And feel like this is the best of the best. So just make do with it. And like, yeah, you should make do with the best that you have. But you should always want to strive for more. Like having something for yourself. Ownership and I feel like owning property, real estate. That is the only real way to... That's not necessarily the only real way to leave your mark. But for speaking from a generational family standpoint. You own a piece of land and you try to pay it off in your lifetime. That is property and land, if, you, if you're in the right area, that your children can now live on rent-free. They're just paying to maintain the property. That is literally setting up your children. And because your children didn't have to pay rent or a mortgage, their children are allotted even more financial opportunities. You get what I'm saying? Like, you... You take the sacrifice now to set up everybody else behind you. And that's how I feel like it should always be. It should always be a look back and help somebody else behind you. You get what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to ownership, because I feel like that's the bit that leaving your family something tangible, like property, like a deed. There's no, I know there are love languages, but like there's no pure, more pure form of love in my opinion like your parents left you a paid off property that means no matter what you got going on in your life right now if you ever fall on hard times you got somewhere to lay your head you get what i'm saying like that's the as a parent guaranteeing your child has a safe warm place to lay their bed every single night even after you're gone i mean you do your job at least in my book you get what i'm saying and i just feel like Having that mindset that ownership is so unattainable or so difficult to get, it starts to create what I like to call a poor PTSD. So it's like you don't get to enjoy things like the black people that are fortunate enough to do their research to buy homes because plenty of black people buy homes and own homes. And I know that. But those some of them that do are just so terrified of it being snatched away like you get what i'm saying where they don't really get to enjoy being homeowners and then we know in the black and brown communities it always comes with a but you own your home but the neighbors might be a little mm, on the the level of melanin in your skin you, you feel me so it's like it's never really something we get to enjoy like other races. It's something that we have to fight for and then we get it and then we just like hold on to it so tight that we don't even let the information out. We don't even tell anybody how we got it. We just, I lucked up. I got one. It's like looking for a golden ticket at Charlie's factory. Like, oh, I got a house, especially in today's market. Oh my goodness. Do not get me started on this seller's market. Like, whether you're renting, whether you're buying, the mar trying to just find somewhere to live and just my luck, I have to do it because, duh, why would anything in my life be easy? And it's just, y'all don't even understand. If you are in the process of moving or trying to move, whether it be a military move or just a regular move, like for real, for real, you understand. 
time COVID has changed a lot of shit. Like, but that's besides the point. But and it's just I don't understand. Why can't we spread this knowledge? Knowledge is honestly the fastest and easiest way to generational wealth, in my opinion. To pass down knowledge, that is something that is timeless, that is something that is priceless, and hopefully something that will never be forgotten. And it's like, I don't understand. Is I don't know. And I feel like when it comes to generational wealth and owning a home and land ownership, those type of things. I feel like when you have ownership of something, especially land, because I read something and it was like, land is the most valuable thing we have in this world, like besides money, all of that stuff, because there's never going to be any more of it with the way we keep polluting the earth. It's going to be less of it, but there's never going to be more. What we have is what we have. So if you are fortunate enough to get a little piece of that, then you come to the table with something. You know what I'm saying? You, I own this piece of land and no other piece of land in this world is like that. It's unique. Every piece of land is unique. It's all shaped different. It's all sloped different. Like this is mine. I own it. Talk to me nice. You feel me? Like for real, for real. When you, nobody can't come just banging down your door, especially if you own your home. No, you don't have no mortgage anymore. You got the deed to your home. Like, that got to be a great ass day. Like, I thought the day we, I paid off my car was a good day, but no, imagine paying off your house and no, like, oh, there's nobody coming to take this. This is mine. I own this. I own the land. I can put a pool in the back if I want to. Like, you get what I'm saying? That you, you brag different. You feel different. You, your life level up different when you got some type of ownership. Especially when it comes to something like a home, something that you build in, something that is going to make you memories and hopefully make you money. And those are the type of things that I feel like in the brown and the black communities, we need to pour our attention in. We need to pour, that's what we need to pour into our youth. Because I feel like my generation, like nobody told me about that. Nobody told me about real estate. Nobody told me about stuff. It wasn't in none of my textbooks. Granted, that may just be New York City school, shitty school system, but... Yeah, I don't know too many people that did. You get what I'm saying? And if you want to leave a legacy, you know what? And speaking of legacy, I actually want to reference. I saw this Facebook post by now. It probably would have been old, but some of you may have seen it. Where it was arguing about uh, if your children are your legacy. And some people were saying your children shouldn't be your legacy. Children have their own lives. And I think people are misinterpreting it. If I am fortunate enough to purchase a piece of property, pay it outright, own a piece of land and a piece of property, that is part of my wealth. That is part of my legacy. I People can say I was a homeowner. People, you know what I'm saying? Like that is what I worked for. That is a, a chip on my shoulder, if you will. But it's a chip on my shoulder that my children automatically get if I set them up right. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like that chip, that like that's my legacy. So my is my child entire entitled to live his own life? Absolutely. Don't do the shit I did. Don't. I don't want you to do that. Cause I, I shouldn't have been doing half shit I was doing. Don't no. <laughs> be better than me. Like real cliche shit, be better than me. 
Don't do that. But you could still walk around with Molly. You could still say, my mom is this. My parents did this. My parents set me up for this. I feel like that's what it means to leave your children a legacy. It's almost like give give them bragging rights. Leave them something to brag about. My parents did this for me. My parents set me up. Even when my parents are long gone, I could say they gave me a good head start. You get what I'm saying? Like that. That's what I feel like. You live the best life that you can live and develop as as many assets as you can and things that you can attribute to your children and pass on to your children in a positive way that they just have no choice but to feel like they got to brag long after you're gone because you did the damn thing. And that's when I feel like, you know, you did it. You left your legacy and your children were a part of that legacy. They reaped the benefits from your legacy. No, it just having land, it just gives them, you give them something tangible, something that say, yeah, this is mine. My parents worked for this. My parents worked for this. So I didn't have to, you feel me? That's, that's what's given legacy, you know, generational wealth, that type of stuff. That is how you change mindsets. And I'm not a real estate expert, so I can't sit up here and really spit to y'all the facts, but it there's so much more to it than we think. And specifically, I'm talking to my people back at home, New York and Brooklyn, like, it's not impossible. Is it impossible with your budget in New York? Absolutely, probably. But this is when you start talking about taking that break from your hometown because life is a little cheaper. And I know us New Yorkers hate to go anywhere else because we love New York so much. But what are you going to be able to leave your children? What assets, what ownership do you have that is going to be a part of your legacy for your children? Can you obtain that where you are right now? Specifically speaking to my people in New York. Because for the same amount of money y'all paying in rents, y'all could go anywhere. Well, not let me not say anywhere. Y'all know what I mean. And be paying a fraction of that for a mortgage and owning that property. And still popping out to New York whenever you can. Because that's my period. Y'all feel me? And with that, we're going to actually roll right into our word of the week. I know this episode was really short, but... I'm never going to get on here and pretend to be a professional in any way, shape, or form. Like I told y'all from day one, this is mainly just my opinion. And I really just want y'all to reach out and generally do some real estate research. You would generally be shocked at the things you can't afford, the things you are shocked you can't afford, and the things that are going to build wealth for you. Like, I feel like the goal is to have your money making money. Nobody wants to be working hard forever. Rich people sit at home and like on their phones and like make their money work for them. Like, you get what I'm saying? Real estate is the prime way to do that. Is it is it a get rich quick scheme unless you got money in the bank to flip houses right now? Probably not. But it's something that will always generate you income. You can rent that property out. You could turn it into an Airbnb. Like there's so many different things you could do when you own a piece of property that could be a return on that investment that could you could see way more money than you put into it and still be paying the same amount of month monthly you pay for rent for an apartment or a townhouse you get what I'm saying so it's something to think about 
and something to think about realistically, like not just on a fairy tale. I want a dream house. But let me do the research to find out what it will even take to get a house. And start from there. And you'll be surprised. You may meet more criteria, more knots on the criteria than you thought. Shit, you might qualify to get a house right now. I don't know if you want to find one in this market. Good luck. But it's worth a shot. Right? But anyway, our word of the week is going to be ignorance. And I chose ignorance because real estate, stocks, all those type of things, generational wealth, I feel like is stuff that we we don't know. And when I say ignorance, I mean the actual definition of like not knowing. Like you are ignorant, you're oblivious to the fact that real estate is a good market. Real estate is a good investment. You know that, but you haven't done the research to do it. But that's your own ignorance because you don't know what you don't know. And I feel like as black and brown people in this world, y'all know it is our job to be ahead, to be twice as good. And by doing that, you got to stay on top of stuff. You got to stay on top of your research. And you can't, ignorance is not an excuse for anything. I hate when people use excuses like, oh, I don't know. Like, no, you got to find out. Ignorance is not an answer, not at our big age. So take the time to reevaluate your own ignorances. Is that a word? We don't know, but we're going to roll with it. And just (laughs) sit back and think. Is there stuff that I should know? Stuff that I could know, but I'm just not taking the initiative to educate myself on? You can't sit and wait for somebody else to educate you on something. I mean, you could, but you'd be waiting for a long time. And time is, unfortunately, the one thing that we are not afforded a limited amount of in this world. So we on borrowed time. So we got to make shit shake expeditiously. And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week for hashtag Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, peace, y'all.